Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, New Source One Michiana. Today is Saturday, January 7th. What do you have planned for today? Right now, the weather is so cold, so cloudy, but I'm hopeful there will be some sunshine today. Hope you get a chance to just chime in on today's podcast as we continue to go in a positive direction. Today we will you will hear a reflection on Mark 12, 41 through 44, and what it means to have very little but be the richest person in the world. Hope you get a chance to just enjoy life and pause. Remember to take five to where you can just be who you are, no matter what the circumstances are. Continue to lift up anybody that needs prayer. We all need prayer. We all need prayer, whether we see fit or not. The people who believe in Jesus need prayer, as well as the non-believers. Those are the people we need to pray for the most. But we all need prayer. Just remember to pause and think about what life means for you today. Take care and have a wonderful day. Have you ever considered what it means to be rich and have very little? We're going to take a look at Mark 12, which is 41 through 44 today. And it says, Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in a large amount, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. She gave out of her wealth. But she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all that she had to live on. Sometimes, the people who have the least are the richest people in the world. This widow put in what she had. Everything she had to live on. That was an act of somebody who has little, but has a lot. The richest people in the world may seem to have it all, but they don't have it all. They have the most luxurious houses, expensive cars, probably have all the game systems in the world, these fancy-dancy six-figure houses, if not more. They probably live in the richest of the richest states, while there is people struggling in third-world countries and within our own United States, in our own city. Maybe your next-door neighbor, but you don't know that. Sometimes... The richest people are the ones who need to step down and live in the life of somebody like this widow who put in everything that she has. And sometimes the richest people have the most ugliest attitudes and they don't care about anyone but themselves. So who would you rather be like? The richest person? Or would you want to be the poorest person with the richest heart? It's kind of backwards. But okay. So this widow is somebody who was among the poor. She was poor. But she gave more money than the richest 
people. It's so, by her putting in what she had, that multiplied. Her love multiplied more than the people who had the least, the most. Just because you have a lot doesn't mean you're more valuable than they that has the least. For today's day and age, the cost of living has gone up remarkably. You have to decide between a gallon of gas or to put food on your table. Unfortunately, now, the cost of eggs is more than a gallon of gas. Everything is more than a gallon of gas. People have to figure out ways to get by with what they have and the little that they have. And so society now has said, okay, we physically cannot live right now. Meaning that the cost of living has gone up. We need to have more income. But we got to stop and think, what is more important? Is it that we can find cheaper alternative ways to get around? Could it be that we find cheaper places to shop for groceries? Could it be that we stop and think, where could we take, what can we do better? So if we were to live like this poor widow and think what she did. She gave in all that she had had and still had more than the richest purple people in the world. And so it could be that we need to change how we're thinking. So some will say the richest people have it all. But the richest people probably have the nastiest attitudes. This poor widow gave all that she had. And she's richer than the richest person at that time. She put everything that she have had to live on. And that is where Mark ends. So what do we do? Do we be like the poor widow who put in everything that she had and was content with what she had? Or do we become like the richest, richest people with an ugly attitude? Now, needless to say, some of us on here on this platform are probably part of the richest of the rich. Some of us on here are probably in the middle class. Some of us on here are probably just like this poor widow and we put in all that we have to survive. It takes a lot. You think about what can we do to live with what we have and to be content with what we have, then be like the richest people and have the fancy dancy houses. Sometimes somebody could have all the money in the world and still struggle, but we don't know that. We don't know the hidden agenda of, any, of anybody around us. And so, no matter where you are in life, whether you are the richest of the richest, the middle class, or you are in the poverty low class, you have all that you need. You could have, you work with what you have. And it, yes, it will be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle. The cost of living has gone up. Which means the cost of, I mean, when the cost of living has gone up, it's hard for anybody to survive. Mind you. 
that if you have it all put together, you think you have it all, your whole life put together, you do not. That's not nice I put it. So the ones who live in the lowest of the lowest are rich in the eyes of God. The ones who live in the highest of the rich class are, let's see, which way to put this. If you have a lot, you may not have very little. Those who have a little have a lot. Just like this widow in this story. He said the rich people threw in large amounts, but they still had plenty. We don't know how much they threw in, but the poor widow put in everything that she had. And she is who we subscribe to be like. It starts small. What can you do today to really embrace the little that you have? Yes, there are people in the world who have the nice luxury houses and the nice fancy house that can afford it. But can they really afford what they have? You don't know the struggles that somebody who has very a lot goes through could be the same struggles as someone who has very little. So the choice is, are you going to be like the richest of the richest who put in small amounts but still had plenty? Or are you going to be like the poor widow who was low class, who gave everything that she had into all she had to Jesus? We all have talents. We can, we can all give to Jesus in certain ways. You do not have to be the wealthiest. You don't have to be the poorest. You can be rich or poor and still give your all to Jesus in certain ways. We know that God is in control. So, are you going to be like the richest people who have it all and put in very little, according to that story? Or you can be like the poor widow who had very little and put everything in. Take care and have a wonderful day.
as many of you as aware, the world on Monday came to a halt. There was a life or death situation regarding Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin is an example of somebody who God has helped out through this week. He has came a long way since Monday. He has been able to have his breathing tube removed. He's been communicating with family and friends. When he was able to communicate, the first thing that he said was, did we win? The doctor's response was, yes, you did win. You won the game of life. This is a 24-year-old who could have lost his life on the field that day. But with all the love and support and the prayers that's going up, he's alive and well today. He still has a long road ahead of him, but he is alive and he is well. We also need to keep in prayer T. Higgins, who has, despite the negativity in his life right now, he has came to under, to my knowledge, has came to realize that life is more important when he was able to talk to his, his to a teammate from an opposing team. He started off the week where he was getting threats. He was taking the blame. It was his fault. He was the other person who cried with him, so he took the blame for a while. But throughout the week, his demeanor to me has changed. Where he was able to communicate in all that matters at that time is that Damar Hamlin is alive. God is in control. In the meantime, there has been a lot of people who have different views on this. People are still trying to figure out what happened. But the world came to a halt where they all came together to support a 24-year-old young man. The NFL teams were joined in NFL teams that show support and they are recognizing Damar Hamlin tomorrow. This event has took a change of events in how football is viewed. It does not matter which NFL team you support. All that matters at that time is a 24-year-old on the Buffalo Bills safety squad is alive and well. Thank you all your prayers. We don't know what is going through this young man's mind and his family, but we know they have been grateful. They have been grateful for the love and support that they have had for all the world to come together and realize the importance of this. And so we can say from this experience, Damar Hamlin is lucky to be alive. He's got love and support from all his friends and family from the NFL. He's got a long road recovery ahead of him. But each day by day, the reports have came out and said that he is doing good. Continue to be in support and prayer for the Cincinnati Bengals as well as the Buffalo Bills, including the EMTs, the doctors and nurses who have been working on him. We also want to pray for the NFL, the whole nation, anyone that was live at that game, the people watch from home. 
This is not how we want to start the year 2023 out. We know that there is no matter what side you stand on. You may view this as a a, mis- uh, a mystery in disguise or a blessing in disguise. Some people could care less. There's been a lot of craziness that's come out of this situation. Continue to pray for the Cincinnati Bengals, the Buffalo Bills, the EMTs, the nurses, doctors, anyone who is supporting him as he is still on the road to recovery. Stay tuned for more updates on News Source One Michiana's Facebook page, as well as in the broadcast, as well as any social media outlet that you see. Take care. Lifting post from finding joy. Still, you're still standing. You're still trying. You're still loving. You're still giving. You're still caring. You're still believing. You're still showing up. You're still dreaming. You're still fighting. You're still enough. And these are words by Rachel Marie Martin. And you can find more uplifting words from her at findingjoy.net or you can even type. Chime in on her Facebook page. Find Angel. Take care and have a wonderful day. Here is another positive uplifting from Finding Joy. Today is a good day. Today is a good day to be brave. Today is a good day to be kind. Today is a good day to let go of anxiousness. Today is a good day to be gentle. Today is a good day to forgive. Today is a good day to try. Today is a good day to be positive. Today is a good day to speak up. Today is a good day to start again. Today is a good day to reflect. Today is a good day to care. Today is a good day to love. Today is a good day. Start your today with it being good and see what amazing amazing things will follow. Rachel, take care.
Looking for something fun to do with your kids after school? Here's something just for you. Beginning on Monday, January 9th, the Elkhart Parks and Recreation will be offering an after-school program for kids in grades 2 through 8th grade at the Roosevelt Center. And that is located at 215 East Indiana Avenue. And these activities will be free. You can register at elkhart.ezfacility.com. On Monday through Friday from 2.30 to 3.30 p.m. will be Elkhart Park Study Hall. Come and get some homework help or just read a book. You can bring work from school or grab a book from a library. On Monday and Wednesday from 3.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. will be dodgeball. On Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 3.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. will be basketball indoor games. And you'll be able to learn different basketball games like knockout, horse, sharks and middles, and more. Monday through Friday from 4.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. will be indoors games and free time. You can drop in and enjoy various card games and board games and social time. And on Mondays from 4.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. will be chess club. You can enhance your critical thinking and decision-making skills while having fun. Beginners are welcome. Space is limited. Register today. For more information, you could give them a call at 574-295-7275. Or you can head over to elkhart.ezfacility.com. Take care. NFL people. Oh, NFL has changed dramatically in this week. NFL people right now are under some pressure. Meaning that, as you were well aware on Monday, there was a matchup, Cincinnati Bengals with the Buffalo Bills, and that game was supposed to see who was going to take the number one seed in the AFC, and that probably would have took on the final spot in the playoffs week 18. In turn of events, NFL has automatically said the Cincinnati Bengals have took, filled in them eight positions. So that knocked out the Buffalo Bills. Which, in regards, has put another controversy issue in the NFL as well as the world. People are upset. People have just lost their minds. Has it got to the point where football is more important than the life or death of a player in the field? Either way you look at it, anybody who watches football is either upset, mad, frustrated, or happy with the outcome. People were upset because they did not resume the game of the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills this week. And people were upset because they said it would change the outcome of the playoffs. So either way it goes, somebody's upset, someone's happy. What has society come to that we think of ourselves more than a life of other people around us when it comes to life or death on the field? On Monday, it started off, the week started off, it does not matter about football anymore, life or death. All that matters is that Damar Hamlin was alive and he was going to make it throughout the week. In which remarkable fashion, 
he is doing tremendously well. His breathing tube was removed. He was able to talk. First question out of his mouth was, did we win? Yes, he did win. He won the gift of life. Later in the week, T. Higgins, also following football, was given was having some threats made to him, blaming him for DeMar Hamlin. I have not seen the threats, but the media has. So he says words like that. There is a lot happening in the NFL. We are hitting week 18 of playoffs. And they are getting ready to find the final seeds and the divisional playoffs and final match up before the Super Bowl. And everyone has lost their mind. Is football worth more than life of an individual, life or death? Those of you who watch football, half of you are probably upset with the outcome. Half of you are probably happy. Some of you are probably wishing this would be over, that we can just go on the Super Bowl. No matter what the NFL has decided, somebody's happy, someone's upset, someone's mad. Oof. Now, I do watch some football games. Occasionally we watch football games. I just happened to watch this football game on Monday. And you can see... Everything that was happening with the players on both teams, the Cincinnati Bengals as well as Buffalo Bills, and they were showing sportsmanship and capacity like no other. Compared to this world, which has said, could care less. Some of you have, some of the people in the world have cared less about what has happened on the field of life or death situation. But reality... Every single NFL team across the division had came together and showed support of a young man, life or death situation. Yes, the situation has knocked out the Buffalo Bills off of playoffs. They're knocked out. The Bengals, are they happy or are they sad? Because this is not how it should be. The Bengals, people have said the Cincinnati Bengals got handed that spot, the top eight spot. Yes, there's people that is mad. I know that somebody in this broadcast listening in is frustrated, mad, upset because the Cincinnati Bengals have made the playoffs. Somebody in this broadcast is upset because their team has been knocked out of the divisional leadings or whatever. You don't have to be a fuck a foot a football. I don't know what a football even is, but a football expert to follow the NFL. So therefore, it should not. It does not matter at this point who or what. We all feel some sort of way. Many of us are saying. They should have played that Cincinnati Bengals game, Buffalo Bills game throughout the week. How can an NFL team function knowing that a teammate, an opponent, is facing life or death? Life goes on. You don't know. But the way that this outcome has changed, the NFL, they better figure it out. They need to change something because... They are going to get a bunch of hate from everybody 
because they automatically gave the Cincinnati Bengals the top eight seed, which put them as AFC champs or something like that. Football. We all need prayer. Especially the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills as they try to function throughout the week. Try to move on to games if they have games coming up, what that looks like. No matter how you feel about football, football has become the talk of the town. But all that matters on Monday was football did not matter. All that mattered was life or death of tomorrow. Hamlin, later in the week, it got crazy. People were fighting over who was going to take that number one seed. How did this play out? In reality, yesterday it came out that the Cincinnati Bengals are taking the top eight position of whatever, so that knocked the Buffalo Bills out. Once again, I could go on about this NFL craziness, but we're going to stop it up there. No matter whose team you're, you are for, I pray that you somehow figure out what's more important. Is football more important or is the life or death of a football player important? Take care and have a wonderful day.
chance to chime in on this positive uplifting podcast as we find ways to find joy find ways to take time for ourselves it's hard to do to take time for ourselves but i know you can do it stay tuned as there is more developing updates on damar hamlin continue to pray for anyone that needs prayer not just damar hamlin but for anyone involved in the situation The world has come into a halt. Once again, this has put another divide in the world with the Mar Hamlin situation. That should not be the case. Take time for yourself. Challenge you today to find your favorite song and blast that song as loud as you possibly can and no care in the world. Good way to pause. You are alive today. Bless him when you are alive today. You have everything you could ever need and more if we take the time to think about it. Remember, you are loved. You are cared for. You are doing a fantastic job. Take care and enjoy the rest of the day.